It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Et Simon means Simon in French. Et bienvenue dans le show. Welcome to the show. Uh, just a side note, I went uh, to the University of Cornell the other day for two days and uh, helped uh, dear friends of mine's daughter to move in, register and all that. And I never, I never went to uh, an American college like this, but I tell you what, we should all be proud to be Americans because there is nothing like that in France. <laughs> That's for sure. There's a good school. I went to La Sorbonne Law School. It's beautiful and old, but the campus of Cornell University in upstate New York in Ithaca, unbelievable. I wanted to go back to school, but I got this job and other things that you know I'm, I'm doing. So anyway, if you're going to school, if just enjoy, because who doesn't want to be 21 and start life again? Anyway, live in the present. You call the next. Bonjour, Marissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marissa. What's going on? My boyfriend, um, he was at my house a few weeks ago, and he logged into his social media page on my laptop. And a few days ago, I was on my laptop, and I didn't realize that I was actually on his page, not mine. Uh, I was logged into his account. So I was scrolling, everything was fine, until I received a message on there from a girl. And she put, hey, sexy. And I'm mm. thinking to myself, who could be messaging him that? That's, that's odd. So this girl was his ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't been making any nasty comments back to her, but she does to him. And then he kind of continues the conversation. So I actually spoke to him about this, and I told him, like, I don't feel comfortable with you even continuing a conversation with her and just letting her feel like she's okay with talking to you this way, even though she knows he has a girlfriend. But he got very mad at me, and he said, this is my friend. You know, I used to date her, but I really, you know, I like her. We, we've known each other since college. Why should I give up this relationship? Right. So I just don't know whether I'm overreacting here or how I should kind of approach the situation because he's still mad right. at me for this. So... You can ignore it. You know it now. And what also is showing that something is missing in your own relationship with him. And what I would like you to do before you make a decision is ask yourself, why would I want to stay with a man who protects the communication with his ex more than he protects me? Yeah, that's true. But I feel bad because this is his college friend. I understand, but there's two options. A, it doesn't bother you anymore because you don't really care what they say because he's all yours. And so be it. Mm -hmm. You can stay with him. Or if it keeps bothering you, then, you know, you're the victim of yourself and you have to uh, change boyfriend. Yeah, I really love him, though. Well, then, then, then you have to take a little more time because I don't want to rush his decision and say, what in that banter is it me and my boyfriend don't have? Yeah, I, I feel like maybe just because we've been together for so long now that I've, you know, stopped being sexy and stopped being uh, that fun girl that maybe he fell in love with. So I can try. Yes, I mean, you have to take the attention back to you. And you know most of guys what we're thinking about, don't you? <laughs> yes, I think I mean, do. Yes, yes, so it's very simple. So now... <laughs> You know, you can do what needs to be done, a little bit of more seduction and 
re-engage with him and then he won't be thinking about his ex-girlfriend or whatever she says. You have to, okay. it's like a red flag, right? You can stay with him, but you have to bring it, girl. You have to bring it on. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. Thank you so All much. All right, Simon. Marisa. Thank you so much for calling and you have a good night. Okay, good night, Simon. So, this is a good conversation to have. What can you do when you start feeling something is fading away? Stay with me. I'll tell you next. So, what should you do if you feel like my last call, Marisa, who found that her man was still chatting with his ex and she was a little risque and exciting and all that. And I told her, I said, listen, you have to remember nothing should be taken for granted. And most guys, right, have one thing on their mind. I'm not even going to say it because you know the words. And so when I hear something like this, it reminds us that we cannot take each other for granted. Whoever we date, if we stop being romantic, exciting, if we take it for granted, we've been here for such a long time, I don't have to make any effort. Whether you or your partner will find somewhere else what's missing, that is what I've learned the hard way. Let me, let me share a personal story next about this. So, remember this show is based on don't do like me, do better than me. Please, please keep that in mind. That's why I do the show. And um, I was the king of taking my girlfriend for granted when I was younger. I thought, you know, you start dating, you start ooh-la-la, you start going out, date, go to movies, stuff, Netflix, or whatever. And you don't really have to make a romantic effort anymore to take your girlfriend out, to give her flowers, to romance her. And I forgot my father's advice. If you meet a lovely woman that you love, romance her, romance her more, you can never romance her enough. And what happened when I forgot that advice? I got dumped like an old sock. That's it. So please, please don't do like me, do better than me. Do not take your partner for granted when it comes to romance. They'll find it somewhere else. Life is too short to be romanceless regardless of whatever situation you're in. Because at the end, you're not surviving. All right, you call the next. Any questions about your relationship, call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jessica. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? Okay, so my husband's best friend, um, who has been like a brother to me for the past 31 years, um, He's single, um, never been married, and now he's dating a girl who's married and has kids. And I'm so against that, obviously, because number one, I'm married, but it's wrong. Mm -hmm. So I can't even stand the side of his face right now because it just makes me that angry. And yes, it takes two. She's wrong, too, but he should know better. I don't know. Do I say something? Is it none of my business? It's just wrong, and I can't even look at him seriously because I wouldn't like that done to me. <laughs> Definitely. So when you think about it, how does that make you feel? It just makes me angry because there's kids involved. But not only that, you don't do that. Maybe I'm old school, but you just it makes me angry. <laughs> but why not 
I understand. Why not talk about it with him? After all, you are, you know, in the relationship with him. Yeah, I mean, me and him are close. We're like brothers. And my husband says, it's none of your business. But I just, I don't know. I mean... So your husband says... Sometimes just want a piece of, you know... (laughs) It's like... But this guy is not... This guy is not your husband. No, no, no. It's my husband's best friend, who's like my brother, because I've known him as long as I've been with my husband. Okay. So my advice is going to be clear. It still and will not be your business. My advice is to say nothing. It's it's an adult world. Everybody can do what they want, face the consequences, unless there is violence, or you find some, then you have to interfere, or abuse of some kind, then you have a duty to do so. If it's shenanigans, ooh la la, well then, it's not your husband. Don't interfere, Jessica. I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just so wrong, and and it's like, where are you gonna go? She's married, but you know. I mean, just, I know. Jessica, have have you ever sinned in your life? Have I ever sinned in my life? Uh-huh. Um, nothing like that. I just don't believe nothing. in that. I think it's wrong. You're married. You took vows. I just. The most I've ever sinned in my life is I probably talk stuff about someone or I swear. But other than that, That's no. That's not too bad. Well, <laughs> you're, you're a better person than I am. I've made many mistakes. Listen, I've been with my husband since I was 16. I don't know any better. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> good for you. Anyway, stay away from the other people's business and uh, everything will be okay, all right? Thank you so much. You have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Coming up, we are going to try to help Derek, who sent me a question through my DM at Ronnie Radio about a woman. That is next. So, interestingly, Derek sent me a DM saying, Bonjour, Simon. I met an unhappily married woman who wants to have an affair with me. She said her husband is terrible in bed and she wants some good ooh-la-la. I'm torn because I want to do it, but I know it's not right. So what do I do now? Please advise. Uh, I'm going to give you advice on that matter next. So this is for Derek who sent me that email. What do you do when you meet an unhappily married woman who wants to have an affair with you? Because her husband is terrible in bed and she wants some satisfaction. Well, Derek, there's an old saying. You play, you pay. Meaning... If you touch the fire so many times, you'll get burned. So my advice is to tell her, listen, we can have all the ulala in the world once you are separated, legally separated. Until then, do good to feel good. You cannot have it all. You know, so if you are married, you're not supposed to have ulala on the side. But what stops you from really taking your life into your own hands, separating, do the right thing, and then, ooh la 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 la. We can't be prisoner of a situation that destroys our joy of life. And so there, do good to feel good. Call the next. If you have a romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous now, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Hilary. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Hilary. So you have a romantic story to share. I I'm all ears. I do. I do. I 
um, was just proposed to in the most romantic, like most thoughtful way. So my now fiance, um, mm-hmm. r- like knows that I love scavenger hunts, and so he took me on a scavenger hunt, like across the city. I'm like looking for for clues, things like that. Finally, towards the end of the scavenger hunt, the last clue was to put on these um, to put on this blindfold and get in this car. I mean, that's a little scary, but obviously I trust him. So I get in uh, this car and I put on the blindfold. It's now I'm standing in um, in a field that what it feels like. It feels like a really big open space. Mm-hmm. When I take the blindfold off, we are in a hot air balloon and he is proposing to me. How romantic and like crazy thought out is that? Uh, yeah, I, I just want to ask you, how did that make you feel? First of all, I was ter- like, I took the blindfold off and I'm, my feet are not on the ground anymore. I'm like in the clouds. It, it was that scene in general was just serene and just in insane like I was so like my heart was racing in that moment and then (laughs) then looking down and seeing him you know and he's like saying all these I I can't even remember what he said honestly I was just so overwhelmed and just just so filled with love because I just thought that was just so thoughtful and he really thought about me you know thought about all of the details about all the things I always wanted to go on a hot air balloon and you know we've tried to plan it and it never worked out and stuff so it was just perfect like something I'll never forget you know listen I'll never forget it either I mean that's a wild engagement story and very very romantic so thank you so much Hilary for sharing and congratulations to both of you thank you so much Thank you so much. I definitely wanted to share that. That was a great one. I'm glad you did. Thank you so much and have a good night. Thank you. Au revoir, Simon. Au revoir. Coming up, we're going to try to help Sonia, who is in a long-distance relationship. Her voicemail is next. So, Sonia left me a voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Sonia, and I'm hoping that you can help me. I love your show so much. So, I am in a long-distance relationship, and not just long-distance, but international long-distance. And we're trying to come up with, like, fun, creative dates that we can have and just, you know, be able to experience things that most normal couples that are together can have, um, but we can do it in our way. Um, We have watched movies together and whatnot, but we're trying to spice things up and come up with fun ideas. So, of course, I thought of my wonderful Simon to hopefully help me. Uh, So any advice would be greatly appreciated. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sonia. Yes, what should you do, you know, really... um... If you want to date um, in long-distance relationship, even international, I think I have a few tips coming up next. So what should you do if you want to keep a long international distance relationship happening? Well, Sonia, I've been in your shoes and I've learned a couple of things. A, don't have a text, don't have a FaceTime, don't have a blah, blah, blah. The biggest mistake we all do is we want to fill up the gap by talking too much, asking too many questions, thinking we're going to be present. Well, at the end, everybody feels controlling and we're suffocating. So text in the morning, 
text at night, uh, little pics that has fun, little video once in a while. Uh, when you're in different continent, uh, you don't live the same life, same time. So what I've learned is fun, laugh, oulala, lightness of being, joie de vivre. No controlling, no bad humor, no dark humor, and of course, no policing, no controlling, okay? That's my advice. Hope it helps you. You can make it. Cosa next. Bonjour, Marcella. Uh, bonjour, Simon. What's going on? How can I help you? Um, my boyfriend came home from work pretty late the other night, and he claimed he was helping one of his coworkers finish a project. But mm -hmm. I noticed that his mouth smelled like mouthwash when I hugged him, mm. which was kind of weird. Um, so I asked him if he had gone out drinking, and he claimed that he didn't. Mm -hmm. But I just have this, like, women's intuition that he's lying to me, and I have no way to prove it. So I guess what I want to know is, like, what do I do? I mean, is it okay to, like, call his office or look through his phone, or, or do, do I just have to, like live with knowing that he's lying and never be able to prove it. Well, snooping is stealing, so there's no snooping going on. That's why uh, the police needs warrant from judges to enter a house, just like you need permission to enter his cell phone. But uh, that aside, first of all, how does that make you feel if he's drinking? I don't know if the problem is the drinking, because he's supposed to be sober, but could it be the drinking and someone else? that's in the picture and so I just started to get I went down a rabbit hole of fear and I just feel mm -hmm. I do feel a little crazy right now because I feel it's true but he keeps denying it I understand um, when you said he was supposed to be sober is uh, is he an addict is he an alcoholic uh, on beginning recovery yeah I mean he is but he's mm -hmm. not he hasn't really committed to getting a sponsor or going to meetings so he's a little bit in denial I think okay now, when he drinks, how does that make you feel? I guess it makes me feel really lonely. Um, it also makes me feel, like, scared. Like, I don't know, I feel like you can only love someone as much as you love yourself. And if he's having these really destructive behaviors, it makes me worried. Like, is he really capable of being right. in a relationship? Well, yeah. I mean, an addiction is a disease um, that I respect. But you also have to know the rules, which means it's, it's, it's his disease, not yours. So the question I have is a tough one is since you know that he's not really committed to his sobriety right now, why would you want to date somebody who's, you know, by the fact of his disease, unpredictable, unreliable, and will lie to protect the addiction? It's a good question. Um, I guess I, I knew he had an addiction getting into the relationship. So I guess that's where I'm coming from is I see that there is hope and he has gotten better so that's why I'm like is it really fair to leave somebody when they're doing their best I, I understand what I would like you to do before you take the decision is maybe see a therapist because I don't want to ruin your life in the name of guilt or should or should I not and uh, by you staying you might also enable the normalcy of all this don't try to control the uncontrollable that's my advice Marcella they they're the only one who can Work on it. We can't work on it for them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, Marcella, good luck to you. Remember, go see a therapist even one session before you make a decision. Thank you, Simon. Question for single people. What are you looking for? Ooh la la or 
a relationship. Next. Question for the single people. What are you looking for? Ulala or a relationship? So I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 22% of you voted ulala. <laughs> 78% of you voted a relationship. I don't know. I don't have ages and I don't have gender, of course. It's just, it's just, it's all of you, my listeners. So thank you for voting. Uh, I, sometimes I wish I knew who would, but just curious, uh, but interesting. Merci beaucoup pour avoir passé votre soirée avec moi. À demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.